hey, 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 and welcome to Insurance Town. I'm the Mayor Heath Sheeran and the host of this podcast. Guys, thank you so much for being here today. It is exciting and it's so much fun. Normally, I bring to you a guest that means a lot to me, that has inspired me, that will inspire you and bring value to, and today is slightly different. Today, I get to be the interview. E, the person being interviewed. I recently had the privilege of and the honor of getting to talk to Clarity Nicola in an interview uh, with Property and Casualty 360. And we had a great conversation about having fun in the industry and having fun in insurance and how to bring value to your clients by using humor and fun. And I really think there's a lot of good stuff in here. So I wanted to share it uh, with you guys and uh, have a little different flair to the show today. Today's episode is still brought to you by my good friends over at Smart Choice. Uh, they are the fastest growing agency network, hands down, with no fees, no setup fees, no monthly fees. They only work off a commission split, and that's only off of the carries you get through them. So yeah, you don't have to worry about anything else. Um, if you have some existing customer or existing carriers, don't worry about bringing them over. If you've got some existing stuff that you don't want to share with them, you don't have to. Uh, or if you want to, you can bring it all under the umbrella and they'll treat you well. Uh, they just want to see you succeed. Also, my good friends over at Canopy Connect. Canopy Connect is your one-click solution to getting those deck pages you need to quote your prospects. Guys, they are an absolute game changer. I love them as a uh, sponsor. I love them as a company. They've been with me since Jump Street, and so many of you who use them love them. Go to usecanopy.com backslash Heath. Get your discount. Check out your demo, the whole nine. Guys, uh, today's episode is a little bit different, as I mentioned earlier, and I cannot wait for you to hear it. It's my conversation, my interview with Property and Casualty 360 Magazine. Uh, you can check out their website. It's really cool. I'll leave that information in the show notes. Sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with Clarity Nicola. Hey, Heath, how's it going? Going really well. Good, good. Well, we just have a few quick questions today, but it's a fun topic. So the topic is humor and entertainment in insurance. And so if we start out with insurance is a kind of a complex subject. So talk to me. You have managed to make it interesting and fun. So we want to hear how you've done that. Wait, wait, wait. You mean not everybody thinks it's fun and interesting? <laughs> No. And for years, people did not think that. And a lot of people <laughs> don't think that. <laughs> well, honestly, if I'm talking to like the general public or like if I go speak at a university or talking to college students that I really want to talk to them, and I find it interesting that really our world doesn't exist without insurance. I mean, I, I tell people all the time, whether it's like I said, it's at my church or I'm talking to college students or general public. Even when I was a producer, you can't buy a car without it. You can't own a house without it. You can't open a business without having insurance. And so to me, that's interesting uh, enough as it is. And then, you know, if I'm talking to, you know, producers or other agents and, and they're having one of these you know type of days, like you said, oh, it's, you know, uh, it's a tough industry or it's pretty complex. Then again, I go back and remind them of that to say, listen, uh, XYZ producer or agent, Again, going back to you can't do anything without it. And I think that, you know, you can also talk to to people making it fun and making it interesting by, you know, telling stories, you know, whether it's a claim story or whether it's uh, just a funny story of something that happened in your office. And 
a good friend of mine tells me all the time, she's an insurance as well. And she says, if you ask my husband, he thinks the insurance costs $8 a month, you know, just, you know, she's like, I'm an agent. And he still complains all the time about how expensive it is. So just telling funny stories and, and um, you know, I think it's just exciting sometimes dealing with certain things we get to do with, deal with saving people money. Long answer to a short question, but that's, you know, kind of my thoughts on that. Well, I hear a couple of things in that. So the first thing is that you said is insurance enables the fun. So if you think about all the fun things you want to do in life, um, they all require insurance. And so insurance is naturally tied to fun, you're kind of saying, right? I think so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you're also saying, though, so that's the what, but you're also saying the how. You're saying um, how you deliver the insurance is also can also be fun. And you said telling stories, yeah. making it funny, making it entertaining. You know, it doesn't have to be this. It is compliance in some respects, but you don't have to make it so boring and dull. You can make it interesting. Yeah, that's exactly right. Cool. Would you agree? I totally agree, but not everybody thinks of it that way. You know, you think of it more in that respect where you said it's compliance, it's a half do, it's a financial outlay, like you said in that story, but you can even take that and make it kind of funny or interesting, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, And really telling stories that people can relate to is probably the biggest thing. I mean, if you think back, if, you know, as whether you're a producer, whether you're a general public, there's so many funny stories out there that have to do with things or interesting claim stories for that matter of this happened and this happened. And sometimes that can be funny. Sometimes they can be interesting. I always find claim stories to be fascinating. Honest to God. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That there's a lot in that. They don't, they're interesting. They're not uh, definitely a lot of them are sad and and not entertaining, but they are interesting and you can learn a lot from claims. Yeah. There, there are some that probably are funny by in, in just the way that, that, that they right. do. Um, so you have a podcast and you have kind of an interesting podcast. And that's kind of why we thought of you for this article, because you didn't just go about doing just a regular old podcast. You gave it a personality. You gave yourself a personality. Yeah. So I'd love to hear kind of how you're using humor and entertainment today and any examples you can share from, you know, what you do or even what you saw before you started doing that podcast, anything along those lines. Yeah, as far as, uh, you know, the way that I try to use it, the biggest thing for me is I realized early on, I can't take myself too seriously. Uh, None of us can really in this industry. And I like to go back to uh, old Ned Ryerson uh, from, if you've ever seen um, Groundhog Day, the the life insurance agent that that bugs Bill Murray, the whole movie, (laughs) you know, and that's how a lot of us could come across to the general public. And we get lumped in with, you know, car salesmen, or we get lumped in with the sleazy furniture salesman or whatever. And so sometimes I just, even when I was selling insurance or, you know, whatever it might've been, it was, you always kind of kind of poke poke fun of yourself a little bit, have a little fun with it. And you can talk at it from that perspective and have some fun with it and say, you know, I don't want to be Ned Ryerson here, but or I don't want to it come across like, you know, the the guy yelling at you on the screen on the infomercial and telling you to buy now, act now, we'll throw in a, a free towel or we'll throw in this or that. So many times you can get that. So if you can use humor in those ways to try to make it fun and 
let the uh, the client's guard down a little bit and be like, oh, okay, this guy gets it. Mm-hmm. He's not taking himself seriously. He realizes that insurance agents can be a little bit, you know, prickly or they can come across this way or that way. Yeah. Just kind of letting that guard down. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And you call it insurance town and you're known as the mayor. Was that a name that you had But even before you started the podcast? Were you the mayor? Yeah, in in my own uh, local circles and in, you know, a few have found me because, uh, you know, my wife runs the PIA of Arkansas and I've got friends that run other associations I've met through her, including our friend Ariel, who's, you know, on boards and whatnot. And I know Mike Becker. And so I, I went to a lot of PIA events and there was one I was going to in Branson, Missouri. And one of the, uh, you know, the, when I got at the front desk and I was checking in and whatnot. Uh, one of the the people at the front desk handed me a name badge and said the mayor. And I was like, that's not my name. And they're like, no, everyone's looking for where's Heath? Where's Heath? Is he going to be here? Is he going to be there? Is he coming? And this was way before the podcast. Yeah. And it was just one of those things that, you know, not to sound cocky or arrogant, but people want to know where Heath was because apparently, you know, back those days, I had a lot of fun and I was younger and nowadays I've got to be in bed by eight o'clock, but you know, it was a lot more fun and people wanted to know where I was and I was involved in a lot of things. So my wife took it and ran with it. And some of my best friends in the industry that I've known for years ran with it. And then it became a joke in my family because my kids hate going anywhere with me in public because I'm talking to everybody. Mm-hmm. And when I was a producer, especially everybody had a dollar sign on their head. And so no matter where I was, I was trying to sell them insurance of uh, some sort, commercial, personal, life. I didn't give a crap. I wasn't trying to sell them. So they'd be like, oh, here goes dad again. And they'd be sitting in the corner playing on their phones, waiting on dad to finish talking to whoever. So the mayor just kind of stuck. And so when I was looking for a name of the show, my wife was like, you're the mayor. So once you have like the mayor's podcast, like, well, I can't do that. That sounds stupid. Uh, no offense, Stacey. But I, I, it was one of those things. I was like, I got to do something. So I created my own town yeah. and I was like, all right, we're just going to call it insurance city or insurance something. And then insurance town just popped in my head. And so that's what we did. And I self-elected myself as you know the mayor and it's really stuck. Yeah. And it's been that. fun. Yeah. It's memorable. It's fun. People can connect to it. And also it was based in reality, right? You didn't just make up yeah. this persona. You always had this persona. Right. So Heath, you talked a lot about, you know, helping people let their guard down. And it sounds like you've been doing it for years, even before you started doing it, you know, in the digital world. Yeah. Um, Can you talk about humor and entertainment and how it helps connect with people? Maybe talk a little bit more about when people let their guard down, you know, what that looks like and how how you use that that tool. Yeah, sure. I, uh, you know, I think for me. I, I don't know if this can answer your question or not, but I feel like for me, it's about building relationships. It always has been, and it always mm-hmm. will be for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like no matter what's going on, no matter how much technology, no matter what year we're in, if it's 2022, which I never thought we'd get to, by the way, do you remember when you were a kid and you thought 2022 is like forever? So long ago. Yeah. So, so long yeah. Ago. And, yeah. And now I'm thinking, 2045 or 2055 or 52, whatever. But I still go back to the reason why I say all that is I still think it's going to be about relationships. Mm -hmm. I still think it's going to be about that 
And so in order to do that, you got to, you know, let people's guard down. You got to let them see that you're not just some stick in the mud, boring, you know, salesman. And you got to have a little fun. You got to poke fun at yourself. You got to be able to poke fun at them in a, in a way that's not going to make them feel funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of use examples like, you know, I know you might be sitting in your seat thinking, oh, gosh, he's going to sell me this or he's going to sell me that. He's going to do this or, you know, let them recognize, you know, you know what they're feeling. You know where they're at because, we're all consumers too. Claire, you've got insurance somewhere. I've right. got it too. And so I think to myself how I was feeling when I went through that. And I'm like, yeah. oh, you know, what's that? You know, everything that I'm saying, you know, is going to be a way to upsell something or, you know, cross sell something. So I'm trying to let them realize I know what you're thinking. You know, I'm not saying this. I'll say that in my presentations a lot when I was selling. I'm not saying this to upsell you some life insurance. I'm saying this because if something were to happen to you, What's going to happen to your wife and your three kids or your home or your dogs or your whatever? You got to be able to pay for that somehow. And here's some free money, tax-free money. We're going to give you buy the dang insurance. And so little things like that, again, letting their guard down, having a little fun. And I try my darndest to use humor as much as possible. I try really hard on the podcast to do the same thing. We try to laugh a lot on the show. We try to have some fun and I, I try to have guests on my show, not only in the insurance industry, but from outside the industry as well, so that I could try to include other people in, in our world outside yeah. of the industry to come in and say, listen to a show that this might be interesting to you, even though you're not in the industry. And maybe you might pick up some knowledge about the industry while you're there. Does that make sense? Yep. We're at a mid-roll ad. And it's a great thing because I want to interrupt this incredible content to give you some more incredible content (laughs) Uh, because I want to talk to you about my friends at CoverDesk. They are doing a phenomenal job with my clients, with his clients, with uh, your clients. (laughs) They work so well as uh, virtual assistants in your agency. They come in, they're part of your team, they service They uh, take uh, administrative tasks off your table. Uh, They help you with uh, all kinds of things. They can help you run commission statements. They can help you with quoting. They can help you with uh, taking intake uh, of information. They can help you with vehicle changes, with uh, mortgagee changes. They can help you with all kinds of fun stuff. Virtual assistants are uh, a major solution to uh, hiring in this industry. So, Check that out, CoverDesk.com. And you can also use CoverDesk Direct for special projects. Make sure you check it out. Tell Andy that sent you. Also, I got to tell you about my friends at Agency Performance Partners. I'm so glad that they're a sponsor. And since they've come on the show, so many of you have reached out to me and talked to me about them because uh, they are uh, the solution for training your staff. Uh, They can work virtually. They can work in person, and then they can also work with you on a do-it-yourself style model. Look at like Netflix for insurance, a subscription model, if you will. You can get all the trainings in a, in a video format with workbooks, with access to the teacher, with quizzes, with templates, with uh, scripts, all kinds of things for just a low price of $2.45 a month. And you get a discount if you put in Heath, and you can get a discount on that as well. So uh, whether you've got some new staff coming on and you want to get them trained or you want to put your whole team through training, make sure you do that. And the agency performance pack is the only way that you get access to their three cornerstone products, meaning time management, retention, and sales. So agencyperformancepartners.com, 
and go to the agency performance pack. Thank you. And let's get back to the show. Yeah, totally makes sense. I also like what you just did. You took kind of a dark subject like <laughs> life insurance and a lot of people sell it with fear, uncertainty and doubt. And you twisted it to make it a little bit fun. I'm going to give you free money, right? So it's uh, just what you just did right there is kind of- Who a doesn't love free money? <laughs> Nobody can say they don't love free money. That's you for know, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and there's so many benefits to life insurance. Not that I want to come across like Ned Ryerson right now, but at the same time, there is a lot of benefits to it. It can be a tax shelter. It could be a savings account. It can be a lot of things for people and they just don't get it. Uh, or yeah. they listen to somebody's advice on buy term and invest the rest, or they buy this and do that or whatever it might be, whatever your thing is. I mean, life insurance is phenomenal. Um, buying an umbrella, you can make that fun too and talk about the money and the benefits of an um, whatever it might be. Yeah. I, yeah. I really love this subject that you and I are talking about making it fun and entertaining. It enables and it both. It can be fun and entertaining and it enables your fun, right? It enables you to mm-hmm. do whatever you want to do. 100%. So. Do you have advice for agents um, in how they should approach this? Let's say they're not inherently funny. You know, funny scares a lot of people who aren't sure. necessarily funny or might not be the mayor of their town. And, uh, and some people gravitate more toward entertainment. Like I'm going to, you know, travel a little bit of a middle road. I'm going to entertain people. I don't necessarily have to be funny, but it'll be interesting or, you know, something people can focus on. But is there anything you think about of talking to agents about how they should approach this? Well, yeah, I, I think that uh, you said several things there as well. You, you took the answer right out of my mouth. And I do think that if you can't be funny with it, make mm-hmm. it interesting. Show mm-hmm. people what I've talked about earlier, what you just said, that you can't open a daggone business without having insurance. So talk to them about that. Walk them through that. What I talked about five or 10 minutes ago with claim scenarios. I mean, I've been a producer on accounts that had some wild claims and some yeah. fun claims and funny yeah. claims. Yeah. And so telling stories, you know, stories sell. And I think if you could tell those, they don't have to be funny. Sometimes the story itself is funny. You don't have to be humorous. To be funny. And the other side of that coin, I think, is you can also share GIFs or you can share videos or you can share, you know, like for me, I've said it four or five times. I use Ned Ryerson from Mm -hmm. uh, Groundhog Day and my kids like that's such an old movie, dad. But I still think you can show the clip from that, you know, maybe have it in a tagline or maybe, you know reference that. And again, you don't have to be humorous to be funny. Um, The other thing, you know, if there's other clips you can use from movies or other clips you can use from things, or if you saw somebody else's YouTube video that was funny, you know, um, you know, this is, you know, maybe against the grain a little bit, but I know there's other insurance agents that put out videos all the time on YouTube. That's public content for Mm -hmm. anybody to consume. If you want to share, for example, Ryan Hanley's video content to sell insurance for your agency, By all means, go for it. Maybe send uh, Ryan a a bottle of champagne to thank him for the next close. But there's ways that you could be entertaining, be funny, you know, make it interesting without being those things yourself. You could be the most boring human being in the world and still be able to do that. The other thing that, you know, I would say is, again, sharing uh, content from articles you've read or, you know, from other people you've talked to. 
Maybe you, you know, another example you could do, Claire, if you if you're an agency owner or you're a producer in an agency, and you know, you could send them a, a podcast they could listen to, or you could say, hey, you know, if you want to hear from me, you know, talk to Heath Sheeran, talk to Claire Nicola, pick up the phone and call Ariel Rivera or Mike Becker for that matter. You know, pick up the phone and call some of these people. They'll talk to you about it. They could be funny for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, be, I'll so make fun of you for sending them my way. <laughs> But it'll be fun. It'll be entertaining. And, you know, you might say, hey, don't take my word for it. Call Claire DiNicola. Yeah. Tin Company or call Becker, call so-and-so. Obviously, I would make sure you clear it with those people first, you know, but uh, why not? Yeah. I think you're, you you make a point at sort of funny and entertainment is everywhere you look. So you don't have to be self-generated. I know that you brought up the exact thing that I know I talked to Ariel Rivera a lot about, which was using um, TV shows that pe- everybody likes, right? It's it's out there. It's easy. He uses friends and it's always oh, yeah. Philadelphia stuff for his, he finds out what his customers like and then uses it. So he's connecting with people in that, in that way. And you 100%. just. I'm a huge friends fan. Um and I use that a lot because who doesn't, you know, you can relate to certain things like that. Maybe not for but whatever your show is, whatever, whatever your thing is. is. Yeah. 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 I would agree. And, and, you know, speaking of Ariel, he sends me gifs all the time and things like that. And it gives me ideas in my own ways of, and that's the other thing. There's nothing out there in our industry that is original. So robbed from somebody else, somebody else robbed from somebody else. So if you see a great GIF someone else used or a video someone or a, a post that somebody used, you know, make a note of it, wait a month and post it yourself. Uh, yeah. And yeah. just rob it. Nobody's that original in the insurance industry. I can tell you right now, we're not that cool. <laughs> so rob from somebody else, you know? Yeah. Yep. I think that's smart. So one more thing. So when I do speaker training or have done a lot of it in the past, and one of the things we always tell people is, when you're giving a speech, be careful with humor. You can be funny, you can be entertaining, but don't ever cross a line. Like sometimes test things out, whatever. If you're not really funny, use something, use somebody else's thing. Do you think there's a line? Do you think people have to worry about, you know, certain funny things or or do they have to kind of be careful? A hundred percent. Unfortunately, I have to agree a hundred percent with that. And you know, a lot of it is because of uh, different demographics. There's mm-hmm. different ethnicities. There's different religions. There's a lot of different things. You do have to toast some lines there. But I think the most important thing is you stand your ground on whatever you believe and whatever your stance is. Regardless, if you believe that passionately about it, you may mm-hmm. have to apologize sometimes. You may mm-hmm. have to ask for forgiveness rather than permission on certain things. But that's just the way it goes if you believe that strongly in it. Now, if you don't, it's just something like you said, you're testing out. Yeah, I may not do that. But if you say, I stand strong on this belief and I believe this way, then you have to unapologetically talk about it and unapologetically be humorous about it or make the joke or make the reference. But uh, if it's something, again, that you're not sure about, you're not, you know, standing firm on, you do have to think about other people's religions, other people's color, other people's race, other people's gender, other people's whatever, yeah. Because you're probably going to offend somebody. Mm-hmm. I know on my show every week, I probably offend somebody, but I have to stay on my ground and what I believe and mm-hmm. I move forward. Mm-hmm. And if you're true to your values and your values are good, then you, sh- you should be 
fine. Yeah, you know, I, I want my show to bring content that brings value and helps you become a better insurance professional. If I'm if I'm standing by that and I believe that with my episode, I got to mm-hmm. move forward. Mm-hmm. If I don't believe that it's good content or if it's going to help someone grow in their industry and in the industry, then I'm not going to put it out there. And yeah. so it's very broad value, but at the same thing, it's something I want to believe in, you know? Yeah. So yeah, good. I think I, that's, I think that's something I got to do. I think it's yeah. something people need to do. Yep. Um, so we talked a lot about this topic. You gave me some really good stuff. Anything else that we didn't cover that you were thinking about before we met up? Uh, I, I think the biggest thing that, that I would reiterate, and I could say whether it's first time or 15th time today, is as insurance agents, as people listening to this, I don't know if you can use this in your article or not, but I think it's important that people realize the lifestyle this industry provides for us, uh, for so many people. You know, I, I talk about it to university or to college students a lot. If done correctly, this industry can give you uh, time freedom so people go on trips all over the world with carriers to be able to take off at two o'clock in the afternoon to go play golf and get paid for it. You get an opportunity to go to events all over the country. You get a, you know, if you pick a certain niche in an industry that you love in commercial insurance, you get to do those things that you love to do. It's not a punch in a time clock, eight to five every day. Uh, You can make a gazillion dollars if you want to, or you can make, you know, $12 an hour. You kind of get to choose. And this industry is amazing. So if you're sitting there in your chair, listening to this and you're, Here's a stance. I'll stand behind. I don't care if it offends people. So you might want to hit stop on the record. But I, I mean that if if you're over there complaining or you're having a hard day and you're thinking, oh, this this industry sucks or I don't like it. Think about what it's provided for you. Think about the lifestyle you live. Think about the freedoms that you have. That you can go pick up your kid from school or take your kid to school or go to your kid's program at two o'clock in the afternoon at school. What other industry lets you do that? There's not many. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that makes our industry, going back to our whole theme here, it makes it fun. It makes it interesting. It makes it exciting to be an insurance agent. Yep. So be thankful uh, and thank the insurance guys. You get to be here. I think it's an awesome industry. I think that's a really good point about even just the types from happiness if you're happy with what you're doing, then you are inherently going to be entertaining yeah. and fun and all those things we started out by talking about, right? Because that joy is going to, you're going to express that, right? So if you are 100%. grateful and happy, it all ties. Thank you so much, Heath. This is perfect. This is exactly what I needed. So we're going to write an article um, next week. I'll run the article by you before we um, send it in. And I will share the recording with you so you can chop it up or use pieces of it. And by all means, feel free to do that. I love it. Thank you so much, Claire. All right. Great. Thank you. It was great to catch up with you. Yes, most definitely. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and Claire DiNicola today in the show. I hope you enjoyed that interview. I hope it brought some value to you. If you enjoyed it, shoot me a quick email, let me know, or text me or something like that. Hit me on LinkedIn. I'd love to know what you thought about it. I know it was a little different. I took a little bit of a risk, but I thought it was fun. And I thought it was enjoyable to hear about having fun in the industry. If you want to have your own show, or if you have ideas for your own show, reach out to my friend Ryan over at Get Ready, Set Podcast. Go to GetReadySetPodcast.com. Ready, Set Podcast, turning your brilliant ideas into reality. Thanks again, guys. I look forward to hanging out with you again next week. Thank you.